0: Hey, hey, here we go with another episode of The Outlier Show. I'm Early Jackson. I'm E3. And this is the hot new podcast. From father and son creatives sharing their perspectives. On pop culture topics. No subject,
1: subject is, is taboo. taboo.
0: So we're excited and we're sitting here and we kind of prepping for the show and everything. And we realize we're coming up on already 200. Yeah. Um, 200 plays very close to 200 plays and it's happening in half the time that it took us to get to 100 mm-hmm. so I don't know if we call this momentum but whatever it is thank you thank you thank you for thank all you. of the all of you that have subscribed that's sharing it to your stories sharing it on your um,
1: sharing the link on your um, social media we mm-hmm. really appreciate you yeah we really do because um, you guys are the ones who are helping our channel grow without y'all we we would just be the father and son just sharing it to the wall, I guess, <laughs> talking so to, to each to other. Speak. Yeah, yeah which, which wouldn't be bad. You know, it wouldn't. But, but it helps that we have people who like what they hear, and and up. who aren't just listening for like an episode and then tuning out. They're consistently listening. Ac- absolutely, and hopefully, hopefully you are
0: um, experiencing our growth because I know that we're experiencing it internally. Yeah. Which brings us to our next subject. We're gonna talk about um, address the question: Do dreams come true? Uh, outlining what a, uh, what a dream is And how to go after your goals and stuff So mm-hmm. I think that um, Three, because you've done so much Transitioning and transforming In the last few months I'd love for you to take the lead And, and share where you are with l- Let's give everybody kind of an overview of What a dream is How you know when you got one And what you need to do
1: I feel like a dream Is something that You've been looking at for a while Or that you're interested in. Whether that's in the medical field, um, whether that's in business, whether that's in some form of creativity. That's up to you and what you determine it is. Because it is all up to you. It's your dream. Nobody else can have that but you. And at the same time, the dream is, I feel like for me at least, the dream, a dream is something that I would love to achieve in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Something that I know I can achieve if I put in the correct amount of work. Okay. So I feel like going off of a dream, you can either, it can, it can either be a dream or a reality. Because when you dream, most of the times you're asleep, unless you're a daydreamer. Okay, so we go literal. Okay. Yeah, and when you're dreaming, it's something you do after a long, hard day, you're just sitting there, your body is relaxed. You're not in motion. You're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So, in order to make a dream reality, take what you take what you want and work. You gotta work for it. You gotta um, put in put in hard work because without hard work, you won't reap a reward.
0: Okay, let's let's draw it back a little bit, kind of um, zoom out and talk about what happens in people's hearts. Because I believe, and I heard um, uh, a pastor from North Carolina. Well, he's worldwide now. Steven Furtick, he said, I I saw, I follow him on a few different social media things, Mm -hmm. and he had said, um, "It's is it he?" And he was posing the question, "Is it that you are chasing your dream, or is it that your dream chases you?" Mm. And and I know that you've experienced the coming down here. Um, Sometimes we equate dreams to a, a particular location, right? Or we we equate a dream to a particular set of people Mm -hmm. because we dream those dreams in community with people and then we feel like if it's going to happen it's going to happen in on the southwest corner 52nd street in philadelphia um you know with with that zip code but now you're in a new place with a new set of um friends but the dream it didn't leave you it just kind of formed it morphed yeah. uh, into the environment that you're in. Right. So I think that um, sometimes we, we, we get so stuck on where the dream, we think the dream is supposed to happen. Mm. I, I, I kind of agree a little bit with Stephen Furtick with, I think that it's a little bit of both. I think you're chasing dreams and, and the dreams that are supposed to be yours start chasing you in, in some kind of respect. And it's, it's, it's kind of mysterious, but I can't really put a finger on, right. oh, here's the four points you need to do to get your dream to happen. Yeah. But something happens in the pursuit of things. Um, momentum begins to be built. Uh, uh, resilience. Um, mm-hmm. Steadfastness goes into your life. And then all of a sudden, you start. it starts clicking. You start... Um, start having a little bit of success here, and it's almost like that little drip on the dam, mm-hmm. and then it drip, 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 then boom, a flow, then boom, the whole thing blows over. Mm. So um, that that's where I wanted to start with it is, it's not limited to where you start, and it's
1: not limited to with whom you start with. Right, because my dream has definitely evolved in these past few months. When I was back home, I thought I would be still in... Uh, PA, with mm-hmm. my my homeboys, working on music, collaborating on music, forming a uh, rap group. Mm-hmm. But now I'm here working on a solo career, mm-hmm. connecting with my cousin, who's a producer, and working on working on an EP. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I never stop dreaming this dream. I never stop wanting to chase music and go further in music. But I see my friend going off into what they want to do now mm-hmm. cuz it was like oh we should all do this yeah 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 but they have realistic dreams that they want to do like my close friend is going to be an engineer my bro is in the navy right now mm-hmm. my other friend is a chef he he just got back from paris mm-hmm. and to see all that happening you don't you can have those same people around you but your dream is still going to be your dream mm. i i think it um as a writer, I look
0: at uh, character development, and that's the process of taking a character from the start of the writing, the project, the manuscript, to by the end being who you had dreamed they mm-hmm. would be. Right. But you, as the writer, you're plotting things out that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a nemesis, there's obstacles, there's uh, all these different things that happen. So I think that we, in real time, are going through um, character development. So who we and, and it's funny because when you think about who you were as a child mm-hmm. and what was said about you as a child, there's a lot of there's a I think there's a prophetic thread in it. So for me, what my what every um, parent teacher conference was like when, when I, I was, was cool. growing up was uh, Miss Jackson early is a delight to have in the class. He's a whole lot of fun, but he doesn't concentrate on his work. He distracts everybody. And for the love of God, he will not shut up. So, <clears throat> what family began to do was, my mom said, well, I'm going I'm to whoop you till you're quiet. You know, and the yeah. more she whipped me, the, the, the more I talked. So, and it's funny because when you look back on it, it's like, that was a part of my dream seed. That was who, as a communicator, that was who I was destined to be. Right. And it was there the whole time. So, for you, as your dad, I watched uh, your personality start to form, about six or seven, you started to come out of your shell just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, I was still pastoring. Uh, and I watched you around different people. And I watched your personality peak, and you were always drawn to music. Yeah. always, Yeah. And not just in a normal sense, but always drawn to music. Instruments, things like that. So, how have you discovered at 20 now what the next, you know, few years of your life is going to look like? Or how are you discovering it?
1: I'm really just diving in headfirst and experimenting with what I what I can. Um, whether that's trying to learn new instruments like the electric guitar, getting back into old instruments like playing playing the drums, mm-hmm. or just really working on making beats now, because I took a break from that when I was really focusing on my art, my, like my art and my uh, music. Mm-hmm. But I I want to get back into that. Back into uh, being able to go into the studio with a beat I made, talk to a producer, this is the beat I'm using, now let's record. Mm. There's a lot of ownership with that.
0: And I think that every, to me it's like every speaker should be a writer. Mm-hmm. Because you're writing, you're creating, that's the production side of the the artist side you know what I'm saying so I think that every every speaker should write to some degree if it's no more than a blog or or contributions to to your newspaper or or magazines or whatever but you should be I I think that that's as important as Kanye knowing how to make a beat exactly because when you go in the studio you have an ear if you're just an artist that just doesn't do anything on the background of it Mm -hmm. how do you know what moves you you don't. You're just kind of feeling in the dark. But when you when you know the, cons- the the construction and chemistry of a beat, you can walk in and say, "Ooh, I need more break. I need this. I need a boom cat with that or whatever, whatever. You know the whole
1: terminology." And watching that, um, I remember I was watching Songland with Mom, mm-hmm. the Will I Am episode, mm-hmm. and how he was breaking down the beat and Bro. adding his own little stuff to it. Mm-hmm. I was. It looked. It, it's like I was watching myself because. The one day I was over with um, at Mikey's, Mikey's crib. Mm-hmm. He was working on a beat, and he was like, what you think? I'm like, you should add a little. Then I started sounding off what it was, mm-hmm. and I did a little bass line. I did a little uh, drum and a hi-hat together, and then he, he was working on that and added it into it. Mm-hmm. And I did that for another friend of mine. His name is Chris, producer out back home in Philly. Um, he was asking me about a dance hall beat he's working on. Selling to a client, so I said, "Bro, add a." He played the beat for me. I said, "Add a, add a, a baseline for it, because mm-hmm. it sounds real high right now. Add that baseline to just tone it out, and to give it that little harmony it needs. And then it's gonna be golden." Now it's funny because as you were talking about this, I'm always um, looking for the
0: application. So I'm in, I'm imagining someone whose dream is to be to Own their own line of trucks, right? And it's funny because I have a friend who just got his third, um, uh, semi, uh, what do you call a big, um, I call him Optimus Prime mm-hmm. track to trailer. Yeah, <laughs> he just got his third Optimus Prime track trailer, <laughs> and um, he has wanted to own his own um, trucking company since he was in this uh, program called Votech when he was in high school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, he's my age he's in his late 40s. But he has got he's now realizing his dream But it took him years of working with somebody else And learning As you were talking I could see him learning how to fill out invoices right. Learning how to calculate mileage Learning how to budget a full trip round trip You know, for a client mm-hmm. And that was him saying Okay, I need more, you know, hi-hat So I need more baseline And I don't think we appreciate the process mm-hmm. The word process means a series of operations That produce a finished product and we want the dream, but we want it in microwave status. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think that's how it's lasting. You got to cook it like it's in the oven. You got to cook, and you got to appreciate the many layers of the process of it. And when you do that, I think that's what insulates you from the trouble that comes with life. I don't think trouble comes because we're dreamers or we have a, this great, awesome God given dream. I think trouble just comes because that's life. Right. And when you're weak-minded, and that's not an insult, folks. When you're weak-minded, meaning you're not plugged into your 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 dream, you'll you'll back down and take that trouble as a sign, this isn't for me. Right. So talk about the times when you feel like you were getting a sign that this... It was really life being tough, but you were tempted to take it as a sign
1: that you shouldn't have this dream. It was hard for me because I feel like those times came... In the worst moments, when depression would hit, mm-hmm. then I would look at my music, or like lack thereof, look at the stuff I wrote, mm-hmm. and be like, I don't even think I'm that good at this. Wow. Why do I keep trying? And, and isn't it funny how you can
0: find people to agree with that in the worst times? <laughs> yeah. I, I think that um we, we go through those dark seasons, because if it was easy, everybody would have their dream. Right, everybody would be real. But do you? And this is a scary statistic. And I'm just kind of going off of the people that I've coached and I work with. More people than not, currently right now, are not even aware that they have a dream. Wow. They've gotten stuck paying bills. They got stuck, you know, trying to get health care. They got stuck in the political rat race. They got stuck just going to work and getting overtime. Right. And you got to be careful not to let tough times dictate what your where your dream's going to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Love this dude named Delatoro McNeil. He wrote a book called Caught Between a Dream and a Job. And he talks about how you can keep a full-time job and still work your dream because you still got 12 hours after you leave your job before right. you got to go I back. I know who was talking about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have time, man. I'm tired. When well, you ain't got time to be tired, dreamers can't be tired. You got to learn to dream with your eyes open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what what do you do personally? How do you handle when you come up against dream stealers?
1: Hmm. I feel like when when that happens with me, mm-hmm. I talk to you and mom. Okay. What what are some of the things that you you found that work for you then? Remembering like stuff that we said, uh, remembering that I'm not who I was mm-hmm. and how I used to act and how I used to think is not where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. I'm always growing and evolving major in major and minor ways. Mm-hmm. But having that, that positive reinforcement in my life has definitely helped me get over those times where I'm not too sure about if this is for me or not. Mm-hmm. And 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 helping with the people, or the na- the naysayers or the dream killers. Mm-hmm. That's just like, cause I I can um, I've had close friends t- uh, talk to me like, I don't even know if rapping's really for you. Mm-hmm. Cause they've known me to sing.
0: Mm-hmm. You brought
1: up a good point
0: with that. I don't mean jump, but you that's real good. Sometimes, the people that have seen you grow have a script, a narrative of what they feel like you should or shouldn't be. So when you start chasing new dreams in an effort to keep you safe, they say, you know what, maybe you should slow down. And and I, I look at the heart of those people. They're not malicious in their in at their all. intent. They're just playing it safe. But here's, here's the revelation I got from that. Playing it safe is just as dangerous as being malicious.
1: Yeah.
0: At least people that are malicious, I know where they're coming from. When you tell me to play it safe, you're going to keep me small, and that's going to affect me and my legacy.
1: Right, because if I'm playing it safe within my music, I could just stay in the singing lane. Mm -hmm. But that will box me in as an artist when I have a lot more I want to do. And I could be good, yes, but without even trying... I'll never know if I'll be great. Wow! And there's a
0: huge difference between being good at something and being great at something. And I think that the 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 um, common denominator or the thing that gets you over that hump is be having the guts to step out of your comfort right. zone. Taking that first step is it, all it is is a leap of faith. Exactly, and, and one of the things that we do, folks, as y'all are listening, um, we're recording this in our home. If you went around the corner to our where and, and meet because there's two guys in the house and a girl, uh, <laughs> me and me and three we share bathroom most of the time. My yeah. wife really doesn't allow me to use her bathroom. <laughs> um, but in our bathroom, we've got stuff all over the mirror. Um, we got we put a chalkboard up in there. Yeah. Sunday nights, what's our ritual on Sunday
1: nights? Sunday night, we set goals for the week. And why do we do that? So we can hold ourselves and each other accountable that's it if you don't if you have a
0: dream that you haven't written down step by step you don't have a dream you have a wish mm. and life ain't got no genies right so um, if you want it I think one of the first things you need to do is start writing them down what's something else they can do
1: repetition Once you get in the habit of doing something mm-hmm. it becomes second nature mm. like doing the uh, the goal of Sunday nights mm-hmm. that's Nature for me now. Sometimes you you remind me. Sometimes I'll remind you about it. It's been a couple of times you came
0: to the bedroom and was like, "Yo, Dad, we ain't, it's Sunday night. What time we putting goals up?" And I'm like, "Oh man, it's been such a long day." But the beauty of having a schedule, schedules don't care how you feel, Mm-mm. and you ain't going you're not gonna ever achieve a dream if you let
1: your feelings dictate it to you. I just I think that's another thing. Bro. Right, but go ahead. Um, I think just writing like like you said, writing down the vision. Uh, what's the scripture? Write write the write vision. The vision and make, make it plain so they that read it can run. Right. Um, I've had moments. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I wrote on the mirror in big letters with a dry erase marker. Don't give don't up. Don't give up. Because mm-hmm. that week, stuff was life was getting to me. Mm-hmm. I was feeling a little. I was feeling the pressures of life, um, the pressures of work. The pressures of starting school again, mm-hmm. and on top of music, art, and just just being, school, social life, yeah, just a changing, <laughs> yeah, and changing, and not knowing where my head was at the right moment, at that moment, mm-hmm. and that seeing that every time I would go to the bathroom and hop out the shower was just like I, right, I can't give up because I've come this far, mm-hmm. why stop now exactly. when there's so much ahead of me. That I know that like If I take two or three more steps I can grab it Mm -hmm. So there's no point in me going backwards now When I'm this close to my dream I saw um, something on Instagram It
0: said Children that are learning to walk Fall over 200 times Mm -hmm. Now that's a stumble That's a nudge They hit a coffee table They fall into the couch They roll But never never in that process Does a parent pick them up and say You know what? Just stop trying to walk. Walking isn't for you. Right. So for people listening out there, and I go with the outlier show is to be beyond the status quo or the statistics. I want to challenge you this week as you listen to this podcast. Write it down. Write down who you can talk to about your dream. Write down how many times you've fallen,
1: and then write the next the next line. Write about the times that you got back up yeah and write the steps that you need to take to achieve your dream to make your dream a reality because without that like you said it's going to be a wish it's just a fancy
0: wish and you'll walk around and people get tired of hearing your wish after a exactly. while because if you're not putting any
1: work to it you're not going to get any um you're not going to get any success out of it because i've talked to someone and they were saying it's refreshing to see you actually doing something with your music mm. cuz i've known people who said time after time after time they were going to start making music, mm-hmm. but still haven't. And that's funny hearing that t- said to me, because <laughs> just last year, I was that bull. I was the one who was, yo, I'm about to start making music, man. I'm about to start recording. I'm about to head in the studio, da-da-da-da-da, this, that, third. Yeah, we should link and work on a project together. Never happened. Mm. But now I'm the one setting up stuff. I'm the one, uh, Linking with different artists, different uh, producers, and getting commissions on my art. Getting people are asking me to draw them for money. Wow! And you're only a few weeks away from
0: dropping an EP. Shameless plug. We'll give we'll we'll share more information to our, our mm-hmm. following about that another time. But yes. um, I, in fact, I think that'll be a dope episode to just talk about what's coming next for us individually and collectively. Right. But back to the main thing here. Do dreams come true? If you work. Absolutely. So once again, this is Early Jackson. I'm E3. And this is The Outlier Show, the hot new podcast from father and son. Some creatives sharing their perspectives on pop culture topics. No No subject
1: subject is taboo. taboo. Holla. Peace.